Welcome to Happily Ever After, the podcast that talks about the mysterious world of divorce and uncoupling and living happily ever after heartbreak. I am your host, Hannah Harvey. I am a writer and an award-winning parenting blogger at mumsdays.com. That's M-U-M-S-D-A-Y-S.com. It would make my day if you could subscribe and leave a review so more people can find this podcast. I would also love to hear from you. So contact me through Instagram at hharveywrites with your stories of divorce and heartbreak, any thoughts that you might have on the episode or even questions you may want answering. You can find all the details from this episode in the show notes. Hello and welcome to Happily Ever After, the podcast that talks about divorce, heartbreak and everything in between. I am your host Hannah Harvey and today I'm answering more of your questions. So first of all, thank you so much for sending questions in and if you have your own burning question that you would like me to answer then please do send them in because I'm really enjoying seeing what everybody's kind of got going on um, and yeah just hopefully helping in any way that I can so you can send me uh, a DM on Instagram which is at hharveywrites or you can head to my site hannahharvey.uk and drop me an email from there. So questions before I get into these questions um, they're a little bit different to last the last episode that I did uh, question and answer because they have a slightly different feel to them in that they kind of cover the area which I call like the dirty secrets aspect of life um, and not because I think what is ri- what's been asked is bad but it's the bit which we think is bad so we've all got something that we think is only our problem and no one else has to deal with it. And if anyone were to find out that you'd be judged and outcast from society or something like that. Um, and I know this because I've been through it all and I've worked through all this stuff. And it's an area that I most want to help people because it just simply isn't true. I went through the exact same process. I was hugely ashamed to speak up about certain things but not speaking up about them was eating me up um at times it was causing me to numb with alcohol um to neglect my true purpose and calling in life um and not live up you know live the life that I deserve and the life that my children deserve so it really is that big of a deal to have these things that are hidden that we don't want to talk about. So please, if you take anything from this episode, it's that your secret is not too bad to say out loud. And I urge you to speak up, to tell somebody you trust, or better yet, a therapist that you don't even know. Because this, for me, was the path to freedom. Okay, so I'll mention a few organisations in the answers um, here, but if you miss it, I'll link to everything in the show notes so that you can find the help that you need if you need it. 
Okay, so the first question's uh, quite a long one, but I'll read it to you. And this um, person says, my ex left uh, a year ago after a series of traumas, including his father dying and then having COVID. Uh, he told me he couldn't cope with our family life and started shutting down from me and all our friends and even the children at times. He was and still is drinking heavily, waking up through the night, sleeping all weekend, but functioning at work. We went to two counsellors. One told him they thought he was depressed, so he wouldn't go back. The next told him he wouldn't engage and for a year... I was desperate to help him. I kept letting him come and go until I realised I just couldn't carry on living in limbo like this. In July, I told him to go. Feeling stronger, I'm feeling stronger all the time, but I'm still sad and sometimes really shocked that this has happened. No one fell out of love. No affairs. Um, I've struggled in a way not feeling like there was a reason. He can't accept his mental health is not good and won't get help. I have a feeling that this is a very common situation in many relationships and it might not be drinking, it might be other things where your partner isn't engaging in the way that they used to and I think the really hard thing here is the idea that there needs to be a reason, there needs to be something bigger than this isn't working anymore like there has to have been an affair or you know they have to have walked out on you or something like that but sometimes you've got to just choose a different future for yourself and I think especially when you add addiction into the mix and you have children it's really very difficult um, I've done some courses with a local charity um, called Escape Family Support and they work with the loved ones of people who are addicts. So if you find yourself in this position, um, your partner's drinking very heavily or doing drugs or doing some other destructive addictive behaviour, I would honestly recommend that you reach out um, to something like escape because they can support you through the process um, and often when you're dealing with somebody who has addictions they will come up with every excuse in the book as to why you're the crazy one and they aren't because that's the way the addict mind works is to try and convince everyone around them that everything's fine especially functioning alcoholics like the chap here you know he's working he's managing to get to work he's doing all the other the right things but completely unengaged from the bit that you're involved in. And you don't have to choose that life. You're allowed to say, I don't want this anymore. Um, so if you're still in the relationship, maybe go and seek some advice as to how you can engage with your partner so that they can start, um, they call it engaging with treatment services. Uh, because there's a some really helpful techniques to help you communicate in a way that isn't aggressive. Um, it's much more positive. It's kind of slowing everything down and not being the nag, but being the person that's like um, just setting boundaries 
and and making sure that you're not enabling the behavior anymore so i think what this person has done by telling their partner to go is so powerful because you can't change a cycle like as the person who isn't the addict you personally can't change the cycle it's up to them they have to choose it for themselves and if you stay you're enabling the behavior to continue and it's not going to change because why why would you why would you change when it's everything's the way you want it so um as i say i'll link to that in the show notes but strongly advise getting as much support as you can with this because it's really really tough um and you don't need to do it alone and it's not as unusual as you think so many different people are experiencing this on a daily basis from the richest to the poorest it's crosses all like walks of life kids to grown-ups to granddads do you know what I mean so that's one of those secrets where I'm like you feel like you're really alone and that you can't talk to anybody else but you really must because you need the support to get through it and there is a chance that your marriage doesn't need to end because of it if you can do something now so that's my thoughts on that one I would love to invite you to join the Happily Ever After community we now have a closed Facebook group where we talk about all things post-separation, um, support each other, and it's just a great place to ask questions, talk about how you're feeling, and to move away from the dreaded isolation that divorce and separation can cause. Within this group is a monthly live Q&A session with me and often um, an expert guest. Uh, and they are so much fun. We basically all get together and you can ask your specific questions live or you can send them in advance and I'll get them answered. Um, and as we move into the winter months, I'm also going to be introducing a free forest yoga class with meditation, which you can either do live with me or just watch back later. So if this sounds like something you would like to join, please head to hannaharvey.uk forward slash community and sign up for the newsletter. I will send you an invite to the Facebook community and also keep you up to date with any news such as the live Q&As and the next yoga. The next one is... The background to this lady's question is she was in an abusive relationship so her partner was physically violent towards her um, and then she goes on to kind of say a similar thing to the person before so my ex is a drinker and doing drugs and out all the time when I was uh, with family or working and I feel guilty because there was no other woman involved and he insisted he never had another woman in the two years since we split and the thing with that is how do you know if your partner's out all night you don't know what they're doing so uh, just because they say one thing it doesn't necessarily mean it's the truth um, and I would say, whatever's going on there, it's not in your best interest to stay. 
but the difficulty with this lady is it was also an abusive relationship so it's going to be really complicated tangled mess of um emotions that she will feel towards this partner and leaving will be laced with so much more um guilt and yeah yeah like emotional psychological abuse all of that stuff because you know to stay in a relationship like that many things needed to have happened to get to the point where you're this desperate but you feel like you can't leave um so if you relate to this scenario i highly recommend speaking to your local domestic abuse um charity everywhere in the region has got them and again i will link in the show notes to a way that you can find yours but I think there's huge stigma around this because people don't like to think of themselves as the victim. And if you're in an emotionally or physically abusive relationship, the chances are you think it's your fault. And yeah, you'll be regularly reminded that it was because you did this and you did that. So it's it's really quite difficult to reach out. Um really good thing to watch is the Tina Turner documentary like the most recent one I'll link again in the show notes but her describing her relationship with Ike perfectly sums up what that kind of relationship can be like and if you relate to that in any way take that as your sign that you need to go and get some support from a charity and they will help you leave and they will make sure that you stay safe and they will help you plan your departure. Um, yeah, so that's my thoughts on that. The other really good one um, that I read was Big Little Lies. The Nicole Kidman character in that book, the way that she writes about the scenario of her with her violent husband is almost perfection. So again, read that. And if you can relate to that in any way, it doesn't need to be physically violent, but um, all the emotional stuff also fits within that criteria. Um, so again, that would be a really good one to read just to see if you think you might be in that kind of scenario because it's not always easy to notice. Okay, so the next one um, was from a lovely lady who, when she split up with her husband her children are much older she left she literally left with the clothes on her back and went to London and now at like a year later she's she needs to come home basically she's missing her friends her business is here um she wants to come home so she basically said how do I stay in the place that broke me when I'm not fully healed um, so I totally relate to that need to flee. So it's, you know, the trauma response of fight, flight, or freeze. So often people stay where they are because they don't know what the hell to do. So they just freeze. If I stay still, hopefully no one will notice that kind of thing. But when something else happens, another reaction would be to to you know flee and go and I did the equivalent of that I left I was living in the countryside and I just went I need to get as far away of the, from this situation as possible and went to the coast which allowed me to still get my son to school but not be too close to 
where it all happened. So I get all that. And the, yeah, the funny thing is, is that I'm now getting to the place where I'm probably going to have to move back. But I think my respite at the coast was what really helped, was that ability to sort of nurture what I needed for a while that allowed me to then go back. So to have to stay in the same place, I know loads of people have to stay in the family home or anything like that. And I think the key is surrounding yourself with really good things, being super kind to yourself, taking it very slow, having lovely things to do for yourself as much as you can. It doesn't need to be expensive. Um, spending time with friends as much as you can, talking to them, and just basically getting whatever help you can get. That's really crucial. Um, and you know, fleeing isn't always everything because you still have your problems, whether you're in London or in Newcastle. So at some point we have to open the cupboard and go through the boxes and work through all these emotions that we've had. So in some ways, I think being back in the place that, as she calls it here, broke her, will actually be incredibly healing. So thank you so much for all of your questions and please keep them coming in. I'm getting some absolutely fascinating ones, um, not just about divorce, about parenting, about the idea of, you know, the fairy tale lifestyle and then one day when you wake up and go, oh, this wasn't what I planned. And, you know, some people are going through the grief of just realizing that they're a bit older and it's not what they had in mind. Um, so I'm really looking forward to exploring even more of the different aspects of just generally, I guess, getting a bit older and divorce is one of those things, but there's so many more aspects to this stage in life um, and, you know, moving through it and moving on for the positive. So thank you so much. Be sure to get in touch with all the rest of your questions and I'll speak to you again soon. Okay, have a great week and I will see you next time for another episode of Happily Ever After with me, Hannah Harvey. I would be forever in your debt if you could leave a review and subscribe as this helps more people find our podcast. And of course, if you have a friend who might enjoy this episode, please do recommend they listen to. For anything else, thoughts on this episode or questions for future episodes, you can get in touch with me either through Instagram at hharveywrites or by my website hannahharvey.com.